break up. Now every day I wake up, somebody got a problem with hope. What's up, y'all niggas all fed up? Cause I got a little cheddar and my wreck is moving out the store. Young fucks spitting at me, young rappers kicking at me. My nigga big. Yo, yo, yo. Is this thing going? Is this thing going? Back again, man. It's your boy Drew back with another episode, man. Um, trying to stay consistent with this podcast and shit. Um, um, I pitched the idea to OG that I wanted to um, start recapping games every night. <clears throat> um, it's just trying to find out the schedule. Like, do I want to record it? Like the same night Dropping in the morning And recap it Like right after the night Or just like Wait till the next day Let things settle And sit on And whatnot. Um But yeah That's just Just one thing But you know Night filled with basketball ESPN games I'm just going to get into it Um We're going to start with the Knicks And the Hornets Man Hornets beat the Knicks 104-96 Man Um New York seven to six, Charlotte seven to seven. Um, Randall ten points, four for fifteen. Kemba Walker twenty six against his old team. RJ Barrett two points, one for nine. Eric Fournier five points. Like D Rose eight points, twenty minutes. Quickly nine points, twenty minutes. Burks. 15 points in almost 30 minutes. I don't know why Tyler Gibson even playing. I don't even know why Kevin Knox is not playing. I'm going to Hayward, 22. Miles Bridges, 24. Melo, 12 points and 17 boards with 9 assists. Wow. Terry Rozier, scary Terry. 20 points almost. Almost 20 points. Um... I think Charlotte could be a playoff team. One thing they're going to have to pick up is consistency, which is very hard for a young team. Um, a lot of stars are inexperienced, too. Um, not even someone like Gordon Hayward has been very deep into the playoffs multiple times. He's never even been to the finals, been to the conference finals once, I think. And that was last year in the battle, so in the bubble so to even pitch the idea that going here was going to lead you is kind of eh, he's being like your most experienced guy and whatnot he definitely has the talent and skill but as far as like that mental makeup he's a very poised and composed person from what I've seen um but I don't know Charlotte's definitely got to pick up things defensively um they definitely got to find their offense. Um, what is, I like how they're spreading the floor more. Um, I think what it's going to come down to is going to come down to scary. Scary Terry. Is he going to be able to give me 20-plus points a night? Mm. And also, Melo, can he keep this run up? And finding another star, maybe another young star to to keep pushing you. You know what I'm saying? You got your Miles Bridges, who took a big leap this year. He's hitting threes. 
I want to see can he put it all together, make his teammates better, become an all-world defender, get in that play style of Kawhi, you know what I'm saying, being able to hit a perimeter shot, go get a bucket, go get a stop on the other end, become a tremendous rebounder because he has the capability and make his teammates better. Get upward of five or six. At least four. But somewhere around five or six. If he could start averaging probably about 24, 25 points. Well, that's a lot of offense in this league. So he should he should give you 25 at least. With eight boards and five assists or so. And become like a better defender and whatnot. I think that'll unlock another level of Charlotte. New York, on the other hand, they're still figuring things out. I don't know what it is. Last year, they looked good. They went on a tremendous run. Um, Randall, he's got to put it together more, plain and simple. Like, he's, he's the one that the Knicks are trusting. He's the one that put himself out there to be a to be a max player and he's definitely put in the work but it needs to yield results consistently man I ain't gonna spend too much time on them Milwaukee and Boston uh, yeah same thing they've gotta put it together both of them Boston's gotta figure out some type of Consistent defensive game plan. They gotta find. They gotta find a better, better offense than what they're doing. I mean, Schroeder gave you thirty-eight last night, which is cool. But we know damn well Schroeder ain't touching thirty-eight no more, probably for the rest of his life. No disrespect, but I wouldn't trade Schroeder for a pack of six pack of beer. I want to trade shoulder for a damn pack of uh, what I like to drink, Modelo's. <laughs> Modelo's. I would take a six pack of beer and the rest of my Celtics team over shoulder as my starting point guard. Um, Marcus Smart, he's tremendous, but I don't think he fits no more. Like he might have fitted. Back in the IT, Jay Crowder era of Boston. But right now, I don't think he's going to fit. I think Marcus Smart needs to move on. I think Miami will actually be a good place for him. Miami or maybe even Washington. and Somewhere like that. But yeah, Jason Tatum, he's taking the leap forward. He's just got to be. I want him to be more of a... Um, he he's he's a he's a serial assassin. He's a serial assassin on offense, no doubt. But I definitely want him to make his teammates better, open up the floor for them. Even if I mean he ain't got much to work with if if we being honest. But mm-hmm. I feel like him and uh Jalen Brown could take a leap as the two best wing players in the league 
Like they have the skill and the the drive. Like they could be Braun and Wade esque. Like perimeter players dominate this day and age. They need to go out, make an example out in the entire league. Like no matter who you got, you're gonna need just more than that to to put on a show with us. And I think that's all it comes down to. Milwaukee, no Giannis last night. But Milwaukee's actually pretty deep. Like it's pretty balanced all throughout the rotation from the box score last night. So it's really not too much you can really say. They just gotta put it together and go on a run, go on a nice streak and gain some momentum. Um Milwaukee at times looks lost without Giannis, but this was kind of reassuring. Um, I spoke on like um, opening night. They look, ooh, they look deep. They look very deep, but they gotta put it together, and they gotta be deep in the playoffs. But they gotta make the playoffs first, and six and seven. It's not good if you're a defending champs. We know, like, you, you've been there before, but you haven't done it consistently enough to say they're just coasting. If this was Golden State, they're just coasting. If this was any other team that's won a title and then now eyes are on them to repeat, this would be different. But because they are still pups in a sense, if they meet an L.A. team, L.A.'s got more experience. If they meet a Brooklyn team, that Brooklyn's team's got more experience. Even if they meet um, a Golden State team, Steph has been there five times, I think. He's Steph, Dre. Clay coming back. You have Iggy. They've been there. And not only have they been there multiple times, they've been there in the highest of the highest moments. Like, yes, Giannis, he got a game seven win against the against the Nets last year. Great. But the mental grind of going through a game seven round after round, being able to have a game plan, watch your game plan get destroyed and still make adjustments on the fly, that's essentially what that high-risk, high-reward basketball era is about. When you get into the conference finals, the NBA finals, even depending on who you meet in the second round, your game plan is going to get trashed. And it's not going to get trashed over the course of seven game series, no. It's going to get trashed within the first quarter, two quarters. And you're sitting there looking like, what the hell, what the hell are we going to do? And at that point, you sink or swim. You're back into a corner, and you're going to have to show what you're made of. And that's the difference. We've seen Steph show what he's made of. LeBron show what he's made of. KD show what he's made of. That's why the Bucks need, they need to keep the regimen going. They need to keep hitting the reps consistently. This ain't, this ain't an old veteran team. 
You give them two hours, get their legs warm, a few shots, and then everything else will pick up later. No. Go in that gym four, five hours. You make a statement, and, and, you, and you come back feeling better mentally and physically. I do expect Milwaukee Bucks to be in the playoffs. And hopefully I'm right. Pistons and the Cavaliers. This is a terrible game to watch. <laughs> Let me be honest with you, man. Shout out to my brother Darren, yo. Real Detroit fan holding it down. Cause <laughs> I ain't met one yet. <laughs> uh, Let me see. Pistons lose by 20 to the Cavs. Cavs are 8 and 5, actually. We know it ain't going to stay. Um, Jeremy Grant, 16 points. Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson still plays for them. Wow. And Frank Jackson with the only three people in double figures. Ooh. Hey, I need you to wake up. Killian Hayes, I need you to wake up. You can't give me five points in 30 minutes. Darius Garland, 20 points. Osman, 17 off the bench. Oh, my gosh. Detroit, put it together. Um, I'm not saying put it together so you can make the playoffs. I'm saying put it together and show some improvement. Because right now you're looking like a waste of a billion dollar um, NBA team and investment and everything like that. Rights, logos, city, um, story, franchise. Um, what I would um, what I would propose y'all do is get with the GM, get with the um, president basketball operations coach and your three I would say three three to five core guys that you're going to look for and then that you're going to look to hold on to for the next ten seasons next seven, seven to ten seasons and you ask them what the problem is what the solution is and how you're going to achieve what y'all want to achieve because Clearly, y'all playing a long ball. You're not going to get any free agents in Detroit. That's plain and simple. Um, so, the plan is to develop and draft. I would say y'all just got to have a come to Jesus meeting. Put it all on the table and let people know. What it is, what it ain't, whose job is who, and just continue to move forward. But this right here, two and nine, and come on now. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I know rec teams that have better records than that. Oh, the Trailblazers won last night. Trailblazers, six and seven, beat the one and 11 Rockets. 104 to 92. Dane with 20 points. Dane looks a little sluggish, y'all. I think it's time for Dane to be out. I mean, I know everybody's saying that, but I think Dane 
needs a fresh start for a couple of reasons. But I think the main reason should be his mental, his mental, his mental and emotional well, welfare, well-being and all that. Um, not even being someone who's been a star athlete for the NBA or college or just being someone that goes through situations. When you're in a situation for so long and your mentality has become essentially on autopilot, it gets a little tiring. And you start to lose that fire. You start to lose that hunger. We know Dame's hungry. We know he's feisty. We know he's going to keep fighting. But essentially... How long is the fight going to last? And hard, and how hard is he hitting back in the fight? Because Dan could have that mentality. I'm going to still do me. I'm going to still go, go try to do everything for the city. And on, the only thing that is is 15 points. 10 points, essentially. He's taking 20, 30 shots. But he just not, he's just not focused enough because... He think it's still another day. When reality is, he's fighting for his life right now. Literally. Portland is killing him. I think it's time they move on. Even before they had Chauncey Billups. Even before um even before this season. Damon CJ deserved to be dealt in a place where their talents can be maximized to the supreme um the pieces that are around them they're not championship pieces they're not even contending pieces they're pieces that you buy and sell and I mean Houston's gonna be they're not going to be bad for a long time because they definitely are going to um, they're going to show and prove what they got as long as they stay focused and stay in the gym and love the game of basketball and not, and not love the, the lifestyle that the game brought to them Suns beat the Grizzlies damn <laughs> but you shit out the Grizzlies Suns <laughs> 8-3 Okay, they're picking up right where they left off. Jay Crowder was 17. So that's what I like about the Suns. The Suns are actually kind of balanced. Even if, even if they're missing, like, a big piece, they're, they're, they're pretty well balanced. Their team feeds off each other. Um, ooh, John Morant, 26, 12, and 6. Jaron Jackson Jr. Jaron Jackson Jr. I like you a lot. I really do. Um, I uh, I actually thought if y'all if he wasn't injured in the bubble, Memphis might have been in the playoffs instead of Portland. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna need you to be more dominant. You got the height, you got the length, the skill, all that. I need you to. I don't want to say pull up, put on a few more pounds, but I do think you do need to bulk up and broaden your shoulders a little bit, kind of like what Anthony Davis went through. 
very early, early on in his career, Anthony Davis was injury prone. I mean, he still is. He's like paper mache. Um, Anthony Davis had a lot of skill, but the one thing he could not do is absorb contact. Now he can absorb contact. Um, you bump him, you grind him, he still can finish through that. Um, not saying that's essentially what your problem is, but sooner or later, um, the league will throw a joker at you. And that joker is going to spoil your entire deck. And by that mean, what by that I mean, over the course of playing 29 other teams, I would say one team, one coach, one player will figure out how to neutralize you like you've never been before. And that format, because it's a copycat league, that format and style will be copy and pasted to you until you do something about it. So, that's the only thing I have to say. That's the only negative I see in your game. Other than that, you're very talented. You have uh, you have great hands, great feet, and um, you shoot the ball really well too. I think you're actually a great um companion with John Morant. Um, I just think having Stephen Adams is gonna hinder your offense a little bit. Um, just because you're going to have to work around him. I feel like you should have, you should essentially have, because Steven Adams is not a bad center. He's a great center, actually. You should essentially have a scrub, which can just get the hell out of the way and do what, make you do what you want to do, but it's still being effective in its own right. Or you should have someone just as bad, just as good as you on both ends of the floor that you could play with like like if you and Anthony Davis was together he will he will obviously be the side A in this situation and you will be side B but his greatness would allow you to have things easier because if you come to town and y'all play the Warriors Draymond gets AD and Wiseman gets you. Not to say that Draymond is better than Wiseman, but Draymond is a defender. It's probably top five ever. Like he's stupendous, and he played he he played great defense in an era when there was no hand checking, there was no no fights, no 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 none of that. He played in the he played in the era of move your fucking feet. Plain and simple. So, um, respect to Draymond. But when you have like a young cat, they're still trying to figure out how to guard people, how to stay in front of them, how to pick up on moves and tendencies. So, so with that being said, um, I'm going to split this up into parts, man. I don't want to bore y'all too much, man. Um, try to keep the episodes a little bit shorter than what I've done in the past um, with Spotify and 
with the first episode especially, man, um, and whatnot. Um, yeah. Hope y'all have a good night, man.